Welcome to the Get Your Donut Podcast. We're here to exchange our consumeristic Christianity for a life fully surrendered to Christ, and to never let our faith be as simple as grabbing coffee and a donut in the lobby. Let's do this. Well, welcome everybody to the Get Your Donut Podcast. My name is Noah, and I am your host. And I'm really excited uh, for today's episode because joining me is uh, Coach Nathan Harding, the head coach of Biola University Swim and Dive. Coach, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, cool, man. It's an honor. Uh, definitely excited to get this conversation going, but I appreciate it, Noah. Yeah, of course. I- I'm excited to jump in uh, today as well. But before we do that, uh, I'd love uh, to just give our listeners an opportunity to get to know you uh, a little bit more. So I got a couple questions for you to help introduce yourself, uh, if that's all right. The first one, uh, you know, the show is called Get Your Donut. And so I've asked every guest that comes on the show, uh, what is your favorite donut and why? <laughs> well, you know, recently I've been, weird as it sounds, I've been, uh, my wife is kind of, when she goes, to the grocery store she kind of gets those uh the plain cake donuts like some the, the packet they have the powder powdered yeah. and the plain and maybe the chocolate yeah. i don't know why, why those have been really good i don't know like if it's a, like are. a sweet tooth we developed they're super like basic um but if i'm at a donut shop um I, i'm kind of old school I like the old-fashioned like glazed twist you know like i that's the that's kind of my go-to donut um I, i'm Solid. i like the kind of assorted you know specialty donuts but uh, I'm not the biggest sweets person, so um, you know if it tastes good, if it's a good donut, it's a good donut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, no, there so. there is something about those like powdered donuts that come in the package though, and they're all like kind of crammed yeah. together. Oh man, that's good stuff. Uh, and then yeah, I, <laughs> at the right <laughs> I time. Yeah, at the right time. Uh, and I appreciate too your donut choice of being like a standard like this is a staple at a donut shop, like the 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 glazed twist. Uh, I, I appreciate people who choose donuts like that as opposed to to some of these wild, uh, you know, donuts have just like really escalated these days. Like people are getting crazy yeah. with something that was already good when it was in its original form. So I don't know. True. I, True. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, well, uh, coach, if you could tell listeners a little bit more just about who you are, uh, what you do, how you got there, maybe a little bit about your family, your background, uh, what you do now, uh, that would be awesome. I think uh, people would love to get to hear a little bit more uh, just about you personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I'm, I'm, I always say I'm, I'm super grateful and, and fortunate to be able to um, for a living and as a career and as an occupation, do something that I absolutely love. Um, mm. I think that that is, you know, I don't, I don't really know how I, like, I, I'm super grateful. That's like, when I think back on my decisions as a high school student and a college student, it's like, how did I end up this? Like, I definitely didn't, you know, line all my ducks up in a row and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do because I love to do this. And this is what I'm going to do. It did not happen that way. It was really <laughs> honestly by God's grace that I'm even, in a position to be able to uh, provide wow. for my family and also do something that I love. Um, and so I, I definitely kind of approach that with reverence and I really, you know, I have just an appreciative spirit when it comes to that. Um, I really, um, in college and just in a general sense, I'm not super long winded, but in college, throughout high school, I kind of had a, didn't have an idea of what I wanted to do. Um, I, kind of was a knucklehead in, in, in high school. I kind of just kept my grades up just enough to play sports, um, to play water polo, play basketball, and I swam. And so um, I was just playing sports all throughout the summer, all throughout the school year. And, you know, I did enough to just, to you know, stay on a, on a roster, stay eligible. Um, yeah. And I, um, for me, 
junior and senior in high school, like as far as college, it was like you go to college to play sports. Like um, I didn't really connect okay. it to like, hey, it's to get an education. Like, yeah, I know I'm going to be going to school, but the real purpose yeah, of going yeah. to college was to play sports. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, and that was my idea of college. So my junior and senior year, I was a decent swimmer, maybe like a D2, D3 level swimmer. Um, wasn't good enough to uh, you know, some of the big name schools. And because I didn't take care of my grades, you know, a lot of the schools that would offer academic scholarship to help bridge that 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 need that I had, financial need that my family had, um, I didn't, I couldn't, it was a gap, you know, because I just, my grades weren't, you know, they, they weren't horrible, but they were definitely not good, you know? So yeah. uh, I had that need. And so it came to the point where it was like, wow, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to swim um, because we can't afford, um, you know, that gap. Yeah. And so yeah. for me, I, I'm not going to go to college. Um, mm. You know, my mom, after my senior year, you know, I graduated, she was like, well, if you're not enrolled, at least in junior college, you cannot live here. Um, okay. So I was like, <laughs> let me go find, let me go find the nearest junior college and enroll. So <laughs> once I got to college, uh, I realized it was, it wasn't as, it, it wasn't what I was making it out to be, you know, and I decided to <laughs> actually get out of, out of San Bernardino, get away from kind of some bad influences and go to school in Louisiana. And when I got there, um, I got introduced to the idea of sports management as an undergraduate kind of um, degree. And I kind of dip and dab into sports as a, from the management side. Like I knew I wanted to be okay. involved in sports, but I didn't know in, in what area in graduate school, I went to Louisiana Tech and did sport performance. So now that's more of the training okay. side of things. So that's when I kind of, even more seeds were sown, kind of this idea of coaching. Um, yeah. I dedicated my life to Christ. Uh, my junior year um, in college, and okay. I've been I've been raised in the church. My dad's a pastor, you know, so I didn't really truly surrender my life to Christ until my junior year in college. And so, from that point on, and going through grad school, um, I did have that spiritual approach to things as well. Yeah, and then life decisions. Um, so that kind of impacted my journey as well. Um, moved back to California. Um, still, after grad school, still didn't have a real idea of like this is what I, I want to do. I knew I kind of want to be maybe coaching involved in sports, you yeah. know, an opportunity to coach high school. And uh, once I started coaching high school swim, it was a wrap. I knew, okay, I want to do this. For a <laughs> that's you know, cool. I, I want to be able to walk that journey. So that's a little bit about how I got to where I am. A little bit of the yeah. spiritual side of things, me dedicating my life to Christ in my junior year in college. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And how, how did you end up at Biola? After so, so started yeah, coaching really, in high school and then how yeah did you get yeah yeah just opening doors so um I was coaching in high school I actually decided to I was coaching for about three years I was like the head water boys and girls water polo coach had some swim coach uh, for about three years kind of doing that and substitute teaching mm -hmm. um and so the substitute teaching route was like me kind of like making ends meet but still not knowing what I wanted to do or the, yeah or, or like really diving in an area. Um, so after three years, I decided to resign. And then I um, I just kind of God just, I just felt God just leading me to like stop and resign, you know, because like if I wasn't careful, I could do that for another three, four or five years and be like kind of in the same position. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I'm <clears throat> coaching. Um, you know, I was working part time wow. doing very different things <laughs> and I was teaching <laughs> private swim lessons. OK, which was 
I, I felt God just let me like, you know, just teach private lessons. This lady on Craigslist and I'll tell a story. People are kind of like, whoa, what? <laughs> so this lady on uh, on Craigslist, like I put an ad on Craigslist. This lady hits me up like, hey, you know, can you teach my son how to, how to he knows how to swim, but you teach him maybe some stroke technique. I, you know, I show up, teacher, you know, she's like blown away. Like, oh, my God, like, can I just book you for the next two months? I'm going to refer you to a lot of my friends. And I'm having small talk with her and I'm saying, yeah, I'm looking to get my foot back in the door. I've been out of coaching, but I really want to coach at the college level. And she's yeah. like, really? Well, one of my friends is, um, she's an assistant at Pomona Pitzer and, you know, she's getting ready to leave and be at a different phase of her life. So actually looking for an assistant right now. I can give her, I can connect you if you want. Wow. Um, it's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and she connected yeah. me. Um, her. And then she connected me with the head coach and they offered me a part-time assistant job. And that was like wow. my, my foot in the door. And so that would have never came without me kind of letting go of the idea of high school coaching. Yeah. Um, and really trusting God that he was going to do it. And I like, I literally, I put an ad on Craigslist, like some lessons. <laughs> That's so wild. That was my door to get into my foot in the door in the college level. And I always tell people too that wasn't just like any program. This is a nationally ranked Division three program, you know. So like I got my yeah. an opportunity to really be around some quality coaching, quality swimming. The coach really gave me a, a chance and just you know giving That's me responsibility crazy. that I really didn't have any true true experience with. It kind of just let yeah. me learn it on the fly. Wow! And from that, more opportunities came. Um, I started I, from that position after two years. I started coaching at Biola as an assistant. Uh -huh. assistant coach from that i got a you know a full-time assistant and from that you know came the head coach position so wow. really just got <laughs> that's wild words, really. that story is insane because i i don't know you probably were like stepping away from coaching i don't know maybe even feeling like but this is the thing i knew i wanted to do but for some reason it feels like i'm supposed to step away uh and god was just like no nah, i got something better for you um but it took that that like surrender i guess that stepping away that's that's crazy. Yeah. Craigslist, man. We actually, Becca and I just told a story on the podcast. We found the house that we're living in posted on Craigslist with, with no pictures. And people are <laughs> like, who responds to an ad with Craigslist, no pictures. We're like, I don't right. know. It sounded right. And so we did it. And God was like, here you go. So I don't know. Maybe the moral of the story is like more people need to trust Craigslist again. Cause like good things are happening. <laughs> I don't know. Um, right. no, that's, that's crazy. I think that's wild. Um, Hey, last question before we jump into uh, today's topic. Uh, if you could recommend one book uh, for like faith development or encouragement uh, besides the Bible to our listeners, what would it be? And I know it's hard to choose just one, but if there's been a book that's been impactful for you, what would you recommend? Yeah, yeah. I actually have two books. I have I have, I have a book that is more, you know, um, on your spiritual development um, okay. that really helped me as a young man. It's uh, called Every Man's Battle. Um, yeah. And I was the uh Stephen um Arterburn. I'm probably pronouncing his name incorrectly, uh -huh, but uh -huh. um that that book just for men and purity like that that truly helped me. It's it just felt like uh I've read it two, three times. Oftentimes I refer I go back to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just in yeah. life, right? So um, but it's such a practical understanding of like just the way we're operate we operate as men. Mm -hmm. um and understanding mm -hmm. purity you know whether it's single engaged married whatever the case may be i think every right. young man should read the first book on a, on a more of a spiritual st um, standpoint yeah the next book 
um, I've read recently and it's it's blown my mind. Um, and I've like given it to my leaders, even in, in areas that are like we have to grow as a as a as a as a program. Yeah. Um, it's called leadership and self-deception. Um, oh yeah. Getting out of the box. Um I can honestly say that book has changed my life. Uh <laughs> so outside yeah. of the Bible, probably um those two hands down probably one of my things I've ever read. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I was assigned to read that book as a student at Biola, but full disclosure, there's a lot of books I was assigned to read that I didn't fully read uh, as a student. Uh, and so I have that sitting on my shelf somewhere, but I need to pull that back out because I've heard multiple Man, people now say like that Lord, book is so will, good. Change your life. Uh, <laughs> All right. So many um, parallels in marriage, like, because it's like, you know, really conflict resolution and really getting to the core of like, why we respond to this mm -hmm. idea of someone wronging us or doing yeah. something or not doing something they should do. Okay. Um, it's, it's crazy. Um, Interesting. It, it will change. Your life. All yeah. right. I'm going to check it out now. I'm adding that to the top, top of my reading list for sure. Um, well, uh, coach, we're going to jump in today. Our, our topic is going to be on, uh, somewhat on like the role of a coach and, and what you do and the role that you play, uh, in the lives of your swimmers and those around you. Um, but we also want to shift and just also at some point talk about the fact that God's given each of us roles to play, uh, in our lives and how we might kind of recognize what those are and, and follow God and, and kind of step out and, f uh, fill some of those roles. But first, um, you know, you already you already shared with us a bit about your journey to uh, becoming a coach, and and when you kind of knew that that was what you wanted to do. Um, but but would you be willing to just speak to the the role that you play as a coach in the lives of your swimmers? What what's unique about that role, uh, and how do you make the most of that opportunity you have to develop young people, um, both in and out of the pool? Yeah, you know, I think that um, as of recently, God's been really speaking a lot to me about uh, the journey. Um, and really, you know, uh, we like, I'll give you a tangible example. And I, I understand sports, anybody who played sports and, and, you know, anybody who has, if you talk to anybody about myself, you know, they'll tell you I'm a pretty competitive person. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's really died down. And so competitive people in general, especially athletes, um, and coaches, usually we get a lot, we get worked up about the end destination, right? Like the goal that we're trying to achieve, um, mm. whether it be winning a conference championship, like we're, our men's team was able, you know, able to win a conference championship this, this past season. And, you know, that stuff is great. And we, in the moment, it's amazing, you know, um, yeah. I'm not going to lie, but, but really it's, it's fleeting, man. The next day it's just like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was it is back in the pool again? <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's it really is fleeting. It really mm -hmm. is. Um, and anybody who's honest with themselves and honest about how they feel afterwards <clears throat> can really agree. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm how competitive you are. So God's been speaking yeah. a lot to me about the journey leading up, and for me, leading college students. Um, really and truly, if we think about it, this is the first time, and you know, I meant you could probably relate. Like you're making lifetime decisions, yeah. right? Decisions that will will change the trajectory of where you're gonna go. You know, oftentimes, yep. like you met your wife. You know, I mean, like in college, yeah. like yeah, the, the, the decision of which college you're gonna go to. Like these are life decisions that you're making that is literally gonna change the trajectory of your life. And I think young people understand that, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, God's just been speaking to me about the journey, right? Um, the decisions and the kind of, you know, 
pinpoint time and place are important. But yeah. really, I believe that God cares more about the journey along the way. From yeah. a biblical perspective, I think that we think about just, you know, Jesus' life and the disciples, right? And like yeah. the whole time they were on their way somewhere from a spiritual standpoint, you know what I mean? Like they're on their way to eventually Jesus dying on the cross and, and uh -huh. being resurrected. They didn't really understand that fully, right? But <laughs> the whole time they're on a journey, you know, and God's speaking on the way and there's growth happening on the oh, way. That's good. So that's good. We, we, we like put so much emphasis on what's rightfully so they, there's implications. Right. But yeah. Um, as an athlete, you know, the emphasis is put on like, what I'm going to do at the end of the year. Um, yeah. Yep. Mid season meet, um, how well my first year went, um, how my academic, you know, um, journey is, is correlating with my athletic journey. Right. Um, yeah. but I really think God cares more about the journey along the way. And if you can listen and, and hear God move and speak along the way, that's truly what I'm saying is discipleship. Yeah. So no, God's been good. speaking to me. Like I, I had an opportunity to, which I'm so grateful now when I, when I dedicated my life kind of really early on in my, 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 um, Christian walk, like we were thrown into discipleships. Like we were thrown into leadership, mm -hmm. like you're going to lead a life group. You're going to, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, I just. I'm just like learning this stuff, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm not ready to leave, but I'm so thankful now because I understand journey. I understand walking with somebody. It's not really about like being at this place. It's about walking with the journey is so important. Yeah. Um, so to me, the opportunity is there to just to walk along student athletes and, and share with them mm -hmm. the journey. Um, if we have yeah. a goal that we're trying to get to, like, I want to yeah. get this coach. I want to, accomplish this that's great let's set that yeah. and i think i think god even um, encourages us to set those standards for ourselves. yeah uh, but that that also impacts the trajectory of where we're going if we don't set that then we're not going anywhere right yeah uh, yeah so I think that's that true I, I was just gonna say like kind of echo what you were saying is like oftentimes we go to college and it's like it is the first time you're making those decisions like really for yourself. Like I know for me and other people I've talked to is like, I made a lot of decisions in high school, but like under the strong influence of, of parents and, and people who meant well, uh, and helped me get to the places I need to go. But I got to college and all of a sudden I was like, Whoa, like <laughs> I have so much freedom to do you know, to do good, to do bad, to choose to be lazy, to choose to work hard. Like all of that is up to me. Um, and, and, uh, within that, like if you throw athletics in on top of that, uh, you know, like in, in swimming, obviously like you, you get to the beginning of the season. And I remember this every year was like, all right, what time do I want to go at conference this year? Uh, and, and then, you know, backfill that with what is the work I'm going to do in order to get there. But everything was focused on like, how much time am I going to drop, uh, at the end of the year? Uh, and, and yeah, less focus, uh, and realization that like the training and the hard work put in along the way is helping me become like the kind of person that I want to be in the long term. Kind of what you're saying that like that journey is actually doing more of the shaping for me than that final meet or that final race was. Um, John Wooden has the quote, competition doesn't build character. It reveals it kind of that idea that like when you're in the game or the meet or whatever, like that's just revealing what's been prepared over the season of waiting or over the season of practice and trial. Uh, it's not, it's not actually building you in who you are when you're competing. That's just revealing all the work that you've already done. 
Um, so yeah, I think, I think what you're saying about the journey is, is spot on. And and I think that college kids really need help sometimes to get kind of that perspective and, and take their eyes off of that, like end destination, or just trying to fly through, uh, you know, the season to get to that last meet. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just wanted to echo that. Say, say that I think what you're saying is really solid. I didn't, didn't mean to cut you off there. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. And I appreciate you. I need to be cut off. So yeah, I, I think that's been the biggest thing, um, you know, and I, I, from the notes that I just took, right. Like Proverbs, uh, 19 and verse, uh, 21. So many other plans in the mind of a man, I'm reading ESV version. Uh, many other plans in the mind of a man, but it's the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Um, mm. for me, like, I really do believe that we like plans. Number one, we create plans, right. For ourselves. And Maybe yeah. sometimes in, in great intention, right? Or like you said, our parents create these plans are, you know, so we get to college. Like we had, they, the very first time we're trying to like really navigate, like, wow, what, like, where am I even going? You know? Yeah. Um, and I think an athletic journey is such a great I don't know, metaphor, if you, if I may, like into like our own journey. Right. And so, yeah, you know, we create these plans often, you know, with set destinations, you know what I mean? I want to, I want to get married at this time. <laughs> I want to go to this school. Yeah. I want to do this. You know, I want to get this time in athletics. I want to be this type of student athlete. I want to accomplish this at this time, you know? Yep. The God's purpose really journey, you know, um, and it's such a divine kind of correlation there really is what will prosper in the end, you know, and the two yeah. may intertwine, but ultimately for me as a coach, that's what I kind of really, at least as a, a lot as of lately, just been really trying to pour into the young the young men and young ladies and trying to do my best. And really, even for me as a coach, like not getting caught up in the hustle and bustle of my job and really yeah. like, how, like, what do you want me to do? Like, how can I be tied into the journey? And, you know, I don't have time to really meet with all of my student athletes as we talked about, you know, offline, sure. like I said, ginormous team now and so you know, yeah. <laughs> how can I really like show them in a very sense and how, how allow God to kind of sow seeds where I may yeah um, is the biggest yeah no that's good thank you uh, for sharing that as you as you read that verse I thought of another one uh, I actually just read this this morning from Proverbs 20 uh, verse five says the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water but a man of understanding will draw it out uh, and I remember like being in a class at Biola actually, and it was like every week the professor like opened with this verse. And I remember like just being like hating this verse and just having no idea like what it meant or why he kept reading it and just being like, I don't understand it. Like, what do you mean? My purpose is like deep water. That doesn't make sense to me. Like I swim and I don't get the analogy. Uh, <laughs> and, but I've been reading it a lot lately and realizing like, oh my gosh, like it's so good because our our purpose or like what God wants to do with us, his plan for us, like, I don't know, it's deeper, like it's greater often than we understand or see on the surface. And like, it takes time. It takes the journey to like recognize like, oh, this is what he's doing. And it takes work and it takes just being patient with God to like, see what's he like weaving together in my life and how's he going to kind of uh, work these things out together. And so, yeah, even, even I feel like that ties right in with like, we make all of these plans uh, and God's right. plans for us, like we might intersect, they might, you know, overlap at times. And like those yeah. times it feels really good. You're like, oh, I knew it. I knew what he was doing. 
but then there's times where he's like, no, nah, I'm going this way. And like, you went that way. You need to come back over here. Um, and, and that just like, is sometimes rough. Uh, it can be a, a difficult experience. Um, well, I know uh, you just read that, that verse from, from Proverbs 19. The next question I was going to ask you was if there are any scripture verses or passages that have inspired you, uh, were there others besides that one? Or was that the one that you were planning to share? Yeah, that's the one I was planning to share. Yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, as as just really, if I know that's super, may sound super general, but like just looking in, throughout the New Testament and just the the discipleship journey um, that Christ took the disciples on, and anyone yeah. else who was willing to follow, um, is such a like a, pro, a you know, it can seem general. Mm-hmm. but has huge implications to like what's actually happening. Right. And I yeah. shared, you know, like how I was kind of, I felt like I was thrust into the, the idea yeah. of discipleship very, very early on in my Christian walk. And um, not, not until now to where I have to lead a, a group of 45 plus student athletes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it'll be 55 plus next season. Right. Like I, yeah. I, you know, I understand now and, you know, just living a little longer than those, those student athletes, you know, not, not much longer, but it's a little longer. Yeah. I understand like deeper implications. So it just reminds me of like, as we throughout the, throughout the new Testament, throughout, you know, Christ's journey, like there's so much of like not understanding what was really going on. Yep. And, and not until <laughs> later on, maybe at the cross, people started to realize and, but not after till he was risen to be really like, Oh, wow. That was what was going yeah, on yeah. when he was when he was, you know what I mean. And so we yeah. kind of mirror that as decide as 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 opportunities to disciple mm. young people as coaches. Like, oftentimes we don't even really get to see the fruit of what we're what we're yeah. trying. It's the seeds that we're sown. It's it's you know we have to just trust God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so. No, that's that's um, I very mean, general, that's like a New Testament, multiple scriptures, I guess. Yeah, uh, throughout Jesus journey, for example. Yeah, but you know? some sometimes that's like the difficult part about playing that discipler role is the fact that you're like you're just to be like faithful to what God's given you, and like you don't get to see the fruit, or like it comes years later, and you're like, oh, I knew, like I hope they would figure that out, you know, or like I hope that they would they would get on the right track, and like and they did, and I might have played a role in that, but like they might not even remember that like we had that conversation that, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think there's, there's a verse in John too, that you just made me think of uh, where he says like the disciples remembered this when he had risen. Uh, and it just makes me think too, about like, there was some things Jesus said or did that like they actually put in the, in scripture, like, and they remembered this after he had risen from the dead, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or like, or they didn't know what this meant until he had risen from the dead. And yeah, there's that idea that like, Sometimes we don't know what's going on, but we know that like God has a good plan. Uh, and that can kind of feel the same way when we're in the midst of those relationships too. Um, the the next thing I wanted to ask you is um, what advice would you give to someone who's trying to figure out the role uh, that they play in the lives of other people? Um, how might they discern their role? What does it look like to make the most of their role? You know, really the, the purpose of God's put us each in, in relationships and whatnot on purpose, uh, but sometimes it can be difficult to figure out uh, kind of what that looks like. What what kind of advice would you give to somebody who's trying to figure that out? Yeah, I think um, going back to the idea of a journey is probably, you know, for me, I'm realizing the most important thing. Um, I, I, I still, like, just transparently speaking, struggle with the idea of, like, am I making a difference? Like, am I really 
you know, like making a difference, like, um, you know, my role, I guess, as the head coach, like, am I really, you know, we can get into the nitty gritty of like my actual coaching job or assignment, I guess, so to speak, mm -hmm. but we can get into the nitty gritty of like just leading young people. But am I actually doing a good job? Am I actually making a difference? Am I like, you know, like I, I said something last week. Did they really hear what I said? You know what I mean? Yeah. Did they really yeah. understand that? You know? So I still struggle with that, you know, and I would imagine anybody would. Um, for me, I, we talked a little bit about like, we don't get to really see the fruit um, of that. And I think, you know, if you understand it's a journey, um, understand like, you know, God has something for everyone. And the journey isn't just for the people you're deciding. It's for me. Like God speaks to me. And oftentimes, like where my shortcomings and my areas of, of, of where I need to grow are pointed out through when I look at a student after like, man, you know, I wish they can, you know, God often reminds me of like, oh, okay, Nate, like that's where you struggle as well, if you're yeah. really honest with yourself. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's good. so uh, it kind of reminds me a lot of like marriage, you know what I mean? Like as soon as I get totally. to the audacity to point my finger, God, like really, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you know, shows me yeah. myself, you know. So, um, yeah. I, I think a lot of it is just really, that's what the, the beauty of the journey is, right? Like God's going to share so much. And if you can embrace that, like God's going to, you're going to get, your cup is going to be filled not only for your own journey, but you're going to have an amazing opportunity from a bird's eye view to to watch someone else walk and, you know, allow God to move. So yeah. I think advice I would give would just be um, to embrace the journey, embrace the opportunity um, to just um, have that opportunity to, to lead, you know, like, mm -hmm. I don't think it's anything that I've done special. Um, you know, I don't think that God's like, man, well, what a great young man Nathan is. I'm going to give him this. Um, I think it's more of like, Nate's going to probably bump his head. <laughs> but through that, <laughs> through that, you know, what I mean, I'm going to I'm going to show him this so that he can, you know, in turn, maybe sow a seed here. And, you know, that yeah. I could be, cool. you know, like I I think it's more of that, you know, um, yeah, I'm probably going to screw up, you know, um, but through that, um, you know, I'm going to give Nate an opportunity to really sow a seed that'll be special. You know, what I mean, so yeah. he can relate wow. to it here, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, I think. I, th I think that's really powerful too, especially considering that like this generation that we live in is, I don't know what I, what I call like a highlight reel generation. It's like social media and everything is like, we want this like kind of instant success and we want it like publicly displayed as if our life is like more put together than it actually is. Um, and so I think sometimes when we're like looking at like, you know, what, what role am I playing in this, in this relationship or where am I leading or those sorts of things? Like, we get caught up on like kind of what you've been saying, like the end line or like the accolades of like, I was a leader in this way, or I had this title or like I could post on my Instagram that like I was the captain of this team or I, you know, was whatever. Uh, and we forget that like, it's through that experience sometimes that like that God wants to grow us. And so I, I would echo that advice too. And just say like, as you've been saying, embrace uh, the the journey and don't be so worried about uh, you know, getting to the end so quickly or like having a title or getting, you know, recognized even for the role that you're playing, but rather uh, look around at like where God's put you. Uh, and then, and then just like be comfortable, like being present in exactly where he has you and, and remembering that like, 
you know, you the most important relationship you have is, is you and the Lord. And he wants to grow and cultivate that first. And like, and that'll spill over to, to other relationships. I look at, uh, my life and like the times where I was like, so concerned about either like leading other people or like being in charge. And like, I, I played a lot of sports, like through my whole life and then got to swim uh, in college and for you for, for a year. Um, and, and all the times where I was like, so concerned about like leading the rest of the team were like the times that like my relationship with the Lord suffered so much because like, I was just more concerned about the faults in other people or like the weaknesses in other people or the ways in which other people like needed Noah because Noah had these great answers or something were all the times that like, I was just far from the Lord and I wasn't like depending on him and I was trying to do it in my own strength. Uh, and then, uh, you know, there came, there's been a few points in my life where God was kind of like, you know, you're completely dependent upon me. Apparently you forgot that. So I'm going to take everything away from you and show you that you, that you need to depend on me. Uh, and the times when those priorities have been right in my life are the times where later on I learned that like, oh, that actually was influential, like not for my own self but also for the people around me. But I would have never thought that like, you know, me, you know, leading out of brokenness or or humility would have been like impactful to somebody else. I just thought I was supposed to like give the answers and whatnot, but I wouldn't have gotten there without uh, embracing the journey. I, I love that, that theme that you're laying. Um, yeah. Just that idea that like God is, he's in the journey, like he's in the details along the way. And that's where he's like shaping and forming us. I think, you know, we just forget that when we're, when we're so concerned about you know, in instant success or, uh, trying to, trying to put on like this good face. So uh, thank you for that. I think that's, that's really good. Yeah, no, I really um, appreciate that. Yeah. No, that's, that's a, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, the question I was going to ask you coach to kind of wrap up our conversation is, uh, what advice would you give to college students for health and growth and life and faith? This is a really broad question, but basically just like, what advice would you give to college kids? We actually have a decent amount of uh, you know, high schoolers or college students who listen to the podcast. Um, and so an opportunity to kind of just like open advice for, for life, for faith to, to college students who might be listening, what would you say? Yeah, I think that, um, we talked a little bit about it earlier on in, um, the show. And I, I, I talked about like how for high school and college students, this is like a crazy time because it's the first time where you have to make some, some big life decisions on your own. And, um, you may have some influences from, great people um but the reality is you're going to make decisions and so um that doesn't that doesn't stop and um that can be kind of over, overwhelming or, or it can be you know you can kind of feel that or, or especially if you make a decision and you know you don't feel too proud about maybe a decision you made you know what i mean um, yeah i think understanding that god truly is ordering your steps um for me you know um bible talks about God ordering our steps in Proverbs, I think that uh, we often think about the great things, you know what I mean? Like God's ordering my steps. I got accepted into this college. God's ordering yeah. my steps. I got this, you know what I mean? But that also yeah. you know, speaks to when you take a couple steps backwards, uh, um, mm. when you or feel like you're, you're taking a couple steps backwards. Yeah. Wow. And since we live in a fallen world, like the reality is, I tell my team this all the time, like, let's be real. Like, you guys are going to, there's going to come a time, there's going to be conflict. There's going to come a time where you, somebody's going to feel wronged. There's going to become a time where somebody's disappointed in someone else on the team. Yeah. Um, but the beauty in that, there's going to come time when you fall short and you feel terrible about that. 
but the beauty in that, like God specifically desires to use that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Not the great things when you are this amazing teammate, <clears throat> not the great things when you make a, a, you know, a great decision or when you accomplish something great, like getting accepted into a college or you accomplish yeah. something great that your parents are very proud of. I'm, I'm captain of my, of my, of my athletics team. You know what I mean? And that's great. God will use that as well. But more important, oftentimes, as we kind of fall short and as we kind of bump our heads and as maybe sometimes we make a decision that wasn't the best, yeah. it wasn't best for us, you know, yeah. um, God still specifically desires to use that <laughs> yeah. in our journey. And I think my advice would be to really embrace that. And in the times where you kind of maybe uh, aren't the most excited about where you are in the present moment. And, you know, I think that the exciting thing about that in the scripture um you know scripture scripture that backs that up is like god's going to use that and god desires to yeah. use that and that's just yeah. part of ordering your steps um so that yeah. really ultimately can be glorified and so the best thing you can do is embrace that it doesn't take away from the emotion that that's sure. usually tied to it. sure <laughs> you know, those small stuff. yeah, yeah. that's the but that's the advice I would give to all of our young, young no i think that's students. i think that's really solid I, I know one of the questions that we get from college students or young adults, like most often is like, well, how do I know what God's will is for my life? Or like, you know, cause they're at that, they're at that like turning point where they feel like, you know, if I, if I like, if I don't get the right job after graduation, like my whole life is just shot. And like, that's how they feel. Uh, and Beck and I, we just talked about this on a, a couple episodes ago, but, but kind of thing like I've always said is like, well, if you're trusting the Lord and like you're following him, like in the day to day, like you're spending time with him, you're reading scripture, like you're close to like, you know, what he wants, like generally for you, you know, like you're not living in sin, you're, you're doing good stuff. Like you, you're not going to thwart his, his will or his plan for you. Like you said, like he's ordering your steps, like where it feels bad for you, like he's ordering your steps and where it feels good for you, he's ordering your steps. Um, and I think a good biblical example, uh, and this is just fresh in my mind because I'm preaching through it with our youth students right now, but it's like the life of Joseph and Joseph gets, you know, this dream where he's like, all his brothers and family are going to bow down to him. And then like immediately after, like he's sold into slavery twice. And then he's wrongfully accused of having an affair with his master's wife and he's thrown into prison. And it's like, he has this dream and it's not until like 13 years later that God has him like rise to power under Pharaoh again through several circumstances that none of us would have planned it that way. And you know, Joseph, at some point, he doesn't, it doesn't show this in scripture, but you know, he's got to be like, what is going on? Like, I thought I was going to rise to power. Like everybody was going to bow down to me. And then like, when it does happen, you see that like the way that God orchestrated it, he was in every step. Like he was using, you know, what, what people intended for evil he used for good, but like he put Joseph in situations where he would get direct contact with Pharaoh. Uh, he just did it like through prison, which none of us would really choose to go to prison probably, but uh, that was how God chose to work it out. And I think that yeah. the same is true in our life that like when, when we feel like we're in like prison, quote unquote, or something like that, it's like God is ordering your steps. He is in control. Like he's weaving it. Uh, together and he's working it out uh, and to kind of trust that. I think I wish that uh, myself, like that I had a better uh, time kind of resting in that. I'm like, I can be pretty high control. And so I'm like, when things don't go my way, I'm like, no, no, I'm going to make a list uh, and then I'll just knock these things out and we'll be good to go. Uh, but it doesn't always work like that. And and so I love that idea of just kind of like resting uh, in the journey and, and trusting uh, with, with what God's uh, got going for us. Um, 
Coach, I, I've really enjoyed having you on the show and our conversation's been been really beneficial for me. Uh, is there any anything you'd like to say to kind of close? Any any last words that you have before we we end our time together? You know, not that I could think of. I, I, I've definitely enjoyed this as well. Um, I definitely think that it's it's a timely, you know, a timely yeah. kind of, uh, you know, talk and, and you know, um, Holy Spirit and inspired word. And I think that, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have anything else to, to say. I, I've, I've awesome. thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. And um, yeah. Good. Me too. Thank you so much for coming on the show, coach. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Your Donut Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And if you liked what you heard, rate the show and leave us a review. That helps other people find us and it lets us know how you feel about it. I hope you have an awesome day and that you never settle for anything less than all in with Jesus. Thank you.